Hello and welcome to the Common Sense Gospel. I'm Danny Simmons. And I'm Kurt Norbit. And we have used the magic words to give a title for this podcast. We've titled it, Thank You. And we're going to start off today by thanking God. Uh, we are always thankful to God for this opportunity. Colossians chapter 1 and verse 12, Paul says, We do not cease to give thanks to the Father who has qualified us to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in the light. He has delivered us from the power of darkness and conveyed us into the kingdom of the Son of His love, in whom we have redemption through His blood, the forgiveness of sins. Paul so beautifully says it uh, as he is inspired by the Holy Spirit that we should never stop thanking God because of what He's done. He's qualified us to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in the light, all those who love and honor God with their lives, even those who are long since gone. We are counted among them and among their number, and we too are thankful for the great and mighty work that God has done within, within us. And God makes it possible for these, even these podcasts. He gives us the air that we breathe, the hearts that beat within our chest. They are all gifts from God. And we are, we are thankful to him to be able to use these gifts uh, to, to spend time with you today. He sustains us. He provides for us. Everything we have is from him. So... I just have to think of what Paul said in 2 Corinthians 9.15, thanks be to God for his indescribable gift. Of course, what Paul was referring to there is the ultimate gift of Jesus Christ uh, that the Father gave him for the world as the way to reconcile man to himself. And how can we thank God enough for that? Hmm. But when I was thinking along these lines, uh, Second, or Deuteronomy chapter 6 came to my mind uh, as the people were getting ready to enter into the promised land. Uh, God gave them a warning. Uh, and basically, he was telling them, when you get into the land and you find these wonderful cities that you didn't build, you find houses full of wonderful things that you didn't fill up, you find vineyards and orchards that are growing plentiful food that you didn't plant. He said, beware lest you forget. And his point is, you didn't do this. I did it for you. And this is a gift to you from me. It's my provision. And one way uh, that we can fall into what God was warning the people against is when we forget to be thankful to him. We don't appreciate that everything we have comes from him, that he provides for us, that he sustains us, that he he gives us above what we need, especially in this country, way oh, more. You know, really, all God promises us is food and clothing. Yeah. When you come right down to it and look at what else we have that has come from his storehouse by his grace and, and his generosity. And Paul pointed out in Romans 1, verse 21, that part of man's slide away from God and into to depravity was that first they were not mindful of him. You know, God was not in their thoughts. They just didn't, they didn't think about God. He didn't pay attention to him. The second part of it, they were not thankful. When you forget, when you're, when you're neglectful of thanking God, you will forget about him, that he's the provider. And you'll start to 
exalt yourself. Yeah. You know, this, I, I got this because I worked my tail off for it. You know, yeah. It, I studied for this. Uh, this was my goal and I achieved it. Well, you know, God had a hand in that. Right. And we need to remember that that is so, so, as Paul said in First Thessalonians 5.18, in everything give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ for you. Yeah. That's exactly right. And it's interesting because there's there's enough evidence when I say, look what I did. I worked hard and I earned this and I did it. That is true. You know, there's enough there's enough evidence there for us to be drawn to that conclusion and to say, it's all me. You know, I, I did this. Yeah, you did. But as you said, you know, God gives life and breath to all things. And we're told that in Acts chapter 17. And and he gives us, he's he's imparted gifts to every human being, uh, natural talents or abilities. And, and all of those things are given and granted by God, and, and they're, they're pre-approved, if, if you will, by the Lord, that, that those would be given to us. And so to turn away and, and to say, no, this is, what, this is me, I'm, I'm doing this, and, and I don't even know if God's even there. Uh, the interesting thing about that is that he continues to do what he does, right? God, um, he doesn't immediately rip those things away from people who begin to turn from him. Because if he did, then he would have, he would be stepping into or forcing us in a certain direction. And so the, he, he leaves that option to each one of us. And, and it is a beautiful place for someone in humility to say, I'm so thankful to God for what I have today or for this opportunity or that I've been able to get as far as I have. It is by the grace of God. And, and when you think about things that way, everything stays in line where it should be, right? Because humility has to be a part of that. I, I can't, well, I shouldn't get a big head if no matter what it is we're talking about, if, if I am constantly thanking God for making these things possible and making me who I am, when that's where it's supposed to be, everything flows down from that and it keeps him on the throne where he belongs in my life. So I think all of that is very important. And, and the warning is, that he tells them you're going to be eating and drinking and living in houses you didn't build, that you're going to get fat and you're going to have everything you could possibly want and you're going to forget me. And you know what's really interesting to me about that? Because you mentioned the United States today. What's interesting to me is what really did they have where they thought, well, we've got it made. You know, like, Mm -hmm. look at the world we have. They were still living in, I guess, dust covered lands. And, you know, it wasn't a great life. Um, compared to the luxuries that we have and enjoy today. And yet they didn't need to get where we are to be like, well, it's all mine. I did all this. It's a condition of man's heart. Mm -hmm. So the temptation, it looks like to me that it would be even greater for you and I to say, well, I have just made everything perfect for my life. Here's what I'll do. I'll build extra barns. And God says, thou fool tonight, your soul shall be required of thee. Then to whom will all these things be? And so that goes back to, oh, there's an appointed time for all men to die. And that is the great equalizer to me that no matter how rich we are and no matter how much we have, God has allowed it. And man, just to be thankful and to praise God is a beautiful thing. And as we were talking about earlier, every adult knows what that looks like when you hand a kid something. Let's say you pay for a kid's meal. And, you know, they, they order a soda and then they get two hot dogs. And you're like, oh, okay. Uh, and they never say thank you. Mm-hmm. That in, in the moment, I am glad to help the kid out. I, I, don't, I don't really have an issue there. But in the moment you think, 
we are too spoiled. You know, that those things weren't guaranteed to you. I, I gave of my own means so that you would have food and be able to sit here at the table with us. But if a kid does say, uh, Mr. Simmons, th- thank you for the food. You know, oh man, what does that do for me? Yeah, it, it's, you know, I was thinking along that, <clears throat> along that line, all through the Old and New Testaments, we see this emphasis on being thankful. And it's not because God needs to be thanked or he's, you know, we're going to hurt his feelings. God's going to be God, whatever we do. Right. But one thing that that came to my mind is thanking God and being mindful of what he's done for us is just good manners. <laughs> you, you know, that might sound kind of trite, but it's, it's just good manners. It's really that simple. Yeah. Uh, God has done this for me, and I need to thank him for it. Because he wasn't obligated. He didn't have to give me that blessing or, or provide this or that for me. He just saw fit to do that, hoping that I would receive it in the right way and that it would help me. And that's, I think that's what being thankful is all about. It, it's not necessarily for God's benefit. It's for ours. Yes. As you said, it keeps us in our proper place. It keeps us humble. It reminds me that I am not in control of everything. I cannot just provide whatever I want. Uh, and even if I have all sorts of wonderful things in my life, God gave me the health and the strength and the abilities to do that. And so it always comes down to being thankful to God. Amen. It's, it's, it's all about him. And just the fact that I have another minute to breathe the next breath is a gift from him. And that's something to be thankful for. Absolutely. And so based on that, that's why this is titled Thank You. Based on that, our gratitude and thankfulness to God, this is really what drives us to to create this particular show and to come together each week and to do that. And one thing that Kurt and I wanted to do is, as we go through this podcast together is give some insight to all of you to what we do and, and just staying in line with being thankful to God. Uh, we, we wanted you to know, uh, initially it wasn't our goal at all, but we do want you to know that Kurt and I offer a prayer to God before each episode. Um, and because we truly see this as an opportunity to reach other people who may have no interest in coming to church and, and because we realize that that's a reality. Um, there are some people who had had a bad experience or something down the road. Maybe somebody said something to them about church and that all churches do this or, you know, don't ever, don't ever buy into that because it's dangerous or whatever they may have heard, they would be reluctant to step into the doors of a congregation. And yet with the podcast, there's this beautiful open opportunity to, in your own time, when you're ready, click on it and just find out for yourself, you know, what, what is this all about? Are they clearly speaking um, to according to what the Bible teaches, or is this some kind of money scam? You know, you you can evaluate that in your personal time at a time you choose, and you can do it all by yourself. No one ever has to even know. And so they're, they're just opportunities, and it would be ashamed to miss all those opportunities with those who may have preconceived notions about the church and what the Church of Christ actually looks like in the New Testament, because that's what. Kurt and I are trying to share is what the New Testament, God's inspired word says about Christ church and the way that he wants it to look. Uh, we'll find that that's far different from a lot of places that exist today. And uh, even in this conversation, Kurt, we're out, you know, talking about 
those who may not want to come to services and, and, or maybe they do come, but they're like super reluctant to talk to anybody and they really don't want to be face to face with a preacher or like he's the next guy to God or whatever. And so they just don't want anything to do with that guy. You know, I know that's preposterous, but, uh, as we were talking about this, one preacher said, you know, they, they act like their mama was bit by a preacher. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. But, oh, but, but there's all kinds of reasons for that. And so this, yes. doesn't this open a door? Oh, absolutely. Because, you know, we can look at it personally. I'm uncomfortable entering into an alien uh, environment, you know, whatever it might be. And for someone who might be curious or has spiritual questions, the church, if, if they've never uh, been inside the doors of a, of a building where worship and service to God is going on, that's a totally alien place for them. It's not going to be comfortable. And most people are just not going to make the effort to do that. It's, it's too intimidating, whatever the, the case may be. But here's through this avenue that God has opened for us, someone can investigate a spiritual question or look at what's going on at their convenience, a time that's good for them where they're quiet, you know, it's a place where they can listen to a podcast episode, whatever, and see what it's all about. And as you said, there's there's nothing threatening, No, nobody's eyeballing them. No one's running up to shake their hand and glad hand them and man, we're happy you're here. And, you know, it's just in your face and you're already a little bit hesitant and you don't want to be overwhelmed like that. Right. Here it's, it's something that you can choose to do that's comfortable for you. That's right. And no one's going to be on your case. Uh, it's, it's totally in private, but we, we pray that it is something that benefits the listeners. That's what it's all about. We're trying to understand God in his way, just like anyone else who's seeking. And we just want to share what we've discovered from God's word to help people along that way. That's right. And that's another thing that we have uh, constantly in our minds. And as we offer prayer to God, we ask him to use each one of these shows, however he sees fit. Um, Kurt and I are trying, you know, in, in the sincerity of our hearts, we're trying to serve him in his vineyard, and we're trying to do that in a way that would be pleasing to him. And so if you listen to us for any time at all, you know that's what you're going to get. It's going to be a spiritual message designed for you, a message that was written down by men who were inspired by the Holy Spirit of God. 2 Timothy 3, 16 and 17 says, All Scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. And so if all scripture is inspired by God, it's God breathed, and he has shared that with us, then we simply have an opportunity to pass it on to others. And so we strive, Kurt and I strive to remain committed to the same desire that God has for all of us and for all of you. For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior, who desires all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. 1 Timothy 2, 3-4 Kurt and I are Christians, and we are commanded to walk in the light of Christ and the light that He provides, and to share His glorious good news 
with everyone that we can possibly reach. And so the podcast, again, opens a new door that has just recently been found by the world. We know that those who walk worthy of the gospel and do all that they can to share it are referred to in the Bible as ambassadors of Christ. Paul says in 2 Corinthians 5 and verse 20, Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ as though God were pleading through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. And for me, I mean, I, I always want that to be the heart of our message. We we enjoy topics and we have fun and we laugh and you know all, all those things are, are, are appropriate in certain places. But we're imploring imploring people to come to Jesus, and and that is that is the bottom line. You know, one of the things that motivates me is is what God said through Isaiah when the Lord said, you know, Isaiah was proclaiming His word and running into difficulties as all the prophets did. God encouraged him by saying, my word will not return to me void, but it will accomplish the purpose that I have set for it. So that is my thinking. I don't know who is going to hear this, if anybody, but I know God's going to use it. If we're proclaiming his truth according to his will, he's going to use this medium and any other medium he chooses to get his word out there, to touch the hearts of men because that's how he pleads with people. It's it's not only by allowing events to take place in their lives, but it's, it's exposing them to his word and and him urging them to, to think beyond what we see in this world, to think beyond this life, to think beyond all of our media, immediate needs and cares and desires and wants and to just consider that there's something more. And that God shows us that that's what it is. He, he provides the way. He reveals to us what that more is. Yep. And that, that's all I hope to accomplish with this. You know, it's, it's not for anything that we gain from this podcast. The, 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 what we receive from doing this each week is the knowledge that God's going to perform his will and hopefully those who hear our podcast will be encouraged, they'll be enlightened, they'll learn a little more than they knew before from it. Uh, perhaps they didn't know anything about God, and now for the first time they're finding out that, oh yeah, that that's what the Bible said. I, I read that in the New Testament while I was trying to figure things out. Hmm. And, and they're affirming that. We don't know what God's going to do or how he's going to use his word, but he will. That's right. And so it's just our duty to take this opportunity to put it out there. Uh, we come up with different subjects to talk about, and we know that a particular subject each week is not going to perhaps be applicable to 100% of those people who might be listening, but someone needs it. Yes, and so it needs to be put out there for that person. We know someone needs it because it's from God. It's not from us. That's right. We're not some health self self help group, uh, you know, trying to think of ways to help people other than the, what God has given to us. And that's why we know it's going to hit home with someone who needs it. And the, the other thing for me in in Amos chapter eight verse eleven, God says through His prophet, "Behold, the days are coming," says the Lord God, "that I will send a famine on the land." Not a famine of bread, nor a thirst for water, but of hearing the words of the Lord. They shall wander from sea to sea and from north to east, 
they shall run to and fro seeking the word of the Lord, but shall not find it. And that's terrifying to me. We have, again, with the these platforms that are available and the different opportunities that we have, the one we're using now and those who are listening are using it now, uh, there is not a famine in this land. The word of God is available. It is simply based on whether or not we are pursuing it. So we thank God very much for the opportunities we have. We continue to do that, and we will do that before every show. Uh, if our minds allow us to remember to do it, and then uh, God gives us another chance to put another one out there. The second part of the thank you is we want to thank all of you. Uh, we are thankful for you, and we are thankful to you. Ephesians 1 and verse 16, Paul manages uh, to use only one sentence to write out eight lengthy verses in, in Ephesians 1, so it's hard to f- find when to start and stop. But in, in Ephesians 1, 16, he says, I do not cease to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers. And that's really what we're doing. For anyone who would choose to or choose to share it, we are so thankful for you. And for us, Picture all the podcasts of the world. If you think about every podcast that's available out there, we see all the podcasts of the world as different places that you can go to in the town square, a place where everything under the sun is, is available. And in this massive town square, Kurt and I have set up our little shop and we offer something to the world that is priceless and yet it is free. It was freely given to us and it has set us free. Jesus says in John 8 and verse 32, ye shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. The common sense gospel, and I feel like this is part of what we should share as we're thanking those for listening to us. We're not making money. The the common sense gospel is not monetized in any way. And that was determined from day one when Sam Tipton and I were kind of discussing how's this going to work? What's it going to look like? We said to each other, we will never connect commercials Mm-hmm. or ask for contributions or anything of the sort because we're going to use the strength and the energy that God's given to us to share his word. Because again, the, if the goal becomes money, then uh, everything's skewed to it, me. It, well, we're doomed. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't. That's not going to glorify God. As I mentioned, our whole purpose is simply to proclaim his word to a dying world, to people who need to hear it. That you can't put a monetary value on that. No. And so, as you said, there is no money involved in this at all. Danny and I don't get a penny from anywhere for doing this podcast. That's the way we want it. If anything comes into the podcast, it should be to the glory of God. Our whole purpose and our whatever we get out of it is the fact, as I mentioned and I want to stress. God's going to use this in ways that will glorify him that we can't even foresee. Um, This word we know has gone where we (laughs) would never imagine it to go. But that's God's work. That's his doing. And we'll receive his reward in the end. That's right. If there's any value that's in this, it's the fact that we're laying up treasures in heaven. And... God will will bless us as he sees fit uh, and as we do his will. Yeah, that's exactly right. We also recognize that many or most of you who listen to us are Christians already. Uh, we know that you love God as we do, and we want nothing more than to encourage you 
to give you the spiritual strength that you need to take on the day. If you are members of Christ Church, you are our brothers and our sisters in Christ. And I mention that because Paul says in Romans, the Holy Spirit of God bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God and joint heirs of Christ. If we indeed suffer with him, that we may also be glorified together. Romans 8 verses 16 through 17. And so we do want to reach those who may not be real excited to step into the building. Uh, They want to get a taste of it first, um, maybe learn some things. If God is gracious and gives us time to do that, then as you said, he's, he's glorified in that process. Someone's starting to think about the deeper things of life and, and to recognize that, that God has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness. Peter tells us that, all things. So as we read and talk about scripture, it applies to you. It, there's questions that can be answered that we've always wondered about. All of it can be found in the word of God. And so we are trying to reach those who are curious and interested, but we also, on the other side of that, recognize that there are members, even members at Northwest who, who choose to listen when they can. And so, man, (laughs) knowing that one person cares at all, you know, we, we're doing this for the Lord, which is trying to serve God. And and as you said, we may be dead and gone before this ever even takes off the way it's supposed to. Mm -hmm. And if so, then that was his will too. Mm Mm-hmm. And that doesn't bother me one bit because if there are souls that respond and, and can be saved through the process, then mission accomplished. Yeah. One thing we do get, and you know, it, it's a blessing from God, is uh, people will tell us, I really like that. I, I listened to that last podcast and that really helped me. We'll get texts uh, or someone will, will come up to us on a Sunday or a Wednesday night and, and just say, that was really helpful. Well, that's all we need. I mean, that's, again, you can't put a monetary value on that. No. I'd rather have that than someone come up and pay, you know, that was a great podcast. Let me give you 500 bucks for that. (laughs) Well, no, (laughs) that's not what it's about. No. But the fact that a person has helped, that they're strengthened, that we can walk together on our way to eternity with the Lord that's really what it's all about. That's just hearing someone say, I really are enjo- am enjoying your podcast. Thanks for doing that. That's everything. It really that, is. That spurs me on that, hey, someone's being helped. That's awesome. Let's do some more. Yeah, absolutely. You, I don't think you can pay money to be on cloud nine. It is, it mm-hmm. is actually the, the heartfelt, sincere comment, you know, that, hey, this one was important or good for me or whatever. Those things mean so much more. And as you're saying that, you know, I'm thinking about, I, I didn't put this down. I wasn't thinking about it initially, but Paul tells many of the churches, you watched us work with our own hands so that we wouldn't be a burden to any of you. And Paul says to the Corinthian church, I did not steal from any of the churches because that accusation would be laid against me. And so, you know, Kurt and I are not close to buying our first private jet. Uh, <laughs> please understand that that has never been what it's about. And, and as we started talking about this, that once that becomes part of it, then something very special, the connection we have with all of you, once it's monetized, and there's nothing wrong with monetizing a, a service. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and even even in the scriptures, Paul says, I think it's First Corinthians nine fourteen that that even the ox uh, eats the grain that he treads out. So yeah. you know the preacher should earn, uh, should live by the gospel that he preaches. 
it's appropriate, but it's not necessary here. And yeah, so I, I would rather say we stole from none of you. Um, we, we gave it freely. And that's, that's a beautiful thing. It also complements the person who's come because they, they don't come to us and say, okay, I paid my, my monthly, you know, you better do something for me. That ain't there either. <laughs> because if they come or if they hear or they decide to turn it on, then it's because they want to. It's by yeah. their free will. Yeah, there's no material benefit in it. They want, they want some spiritual income, so to speak, and that's what we're trying to provide. We just want to look to God's word and pass on what He says. Yeah, that's really, I guess, the bottom line for it all. Yeah, and I think as we if we start to kind of close this out, I wanted to again say what we often say to all of you that. Um, we are doing our best to serve God the best way that we know how. Uh, whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. That's Colossians 3.17. We strive to do that, but um, we're still men, and we still have been impacted by the world and, and things that happen to us throughout our lives. And so, you know, so, some things are skewed just in that process, and we don't want them to be. But you would be our very best friend if if you would say to us, "Hey, you know that. Think about that again, or, or consider this verse." Because if you if you enter into a Bible study saying to the listener, "I have all this figured out," and now you just be quiet and listen, that Bible study is over. Mm-hmm. You know, because once you think you've reached where you're supposed to be, you you actually fell back down to square one, right? Because you haven't. It's a it's an ongoing process. We're, we're under construction. God is working on every one of us every day of our lives. And so with that understanding, again, you would be our best friend to say, here's more that you can think about and help us to shape our own theology and, and our, our our understanding of God and, and the great work that he's done. We want to grow too. Uh, we're, not, we're not just people who are here to make you grow. Uh, we believe that that's an interactive effort. And, and as we discuss these things together— We'll be stronger for it. So that's always out there. Please, please send a message to us. We'll we'll give it to you again. But it's uh, common sense gospel at yahoo.com is is the email address, um, and we'd love to hear from you. And no matter what it might be, uh, let us let us look at it, think think about it, chew on it, and uh, maybe even deal with a subject that you're interested in. There's, I guess, in closing out. Really, as you were talking about that, I was thinking, you know, you and I have been Christians for a long time, but even from someone who's new in the faith, we learn things. Oh, yeah. So, as you said, there's never that point where, and we don't want to be on this show, the Bible answer man, so to speak. Yeah. Oh, well, yes, I have all the information you need. Yes, since we've been Christians for a while, we do have experience. We do have some knowledge of the Word. We've been able to study it. We've talked it over with a lot of people, discussed Bible issues, and continue to do so. But we're not the final arbiter of all things. We're, I, I have had questions placed before me, and I've had to answer, I don't know. I haven't thought about that. Yeah. Um, but what I try to do is assure that person that's something I need to learn about, and I will research that and find the answer and share it with you. And that's what 
Bible study is all about. Uh, it seems to be one way in this podcast format, and to a, an extent it is, um, but it's always when there's interaction in a Bible discussion. It's not one person doing all the talking and, as you said, saying, here's the way it is. It's a give and take. Here's, here's how I see that. And perhaps I haven't looked at it that way before. And that, wow, that's an interesting insight. That's right. I haven't. I'm going to look at that some more. It, it is a growth process. And so we hope that this would become something that's interactive. If someone has a compliment or a criticism or a question, we're available. That's that's what it's all about. I love Bible questions. Oh, yeah. yeah I mean, that that's my <laughs> favorite thing is for someone to want to discuss something from the Bible. I'm I'm there. Let's let's sit down and do it. I'm going to have to use that as a segue into the Bible trivia. You just said you love Bible questions. <laughs> it seems to me that's time to do that. Okay. Um, and you told me before we started today that uh, your questions were so hard that my eyes were going to cross. I think that's what you said. <laughs> so that's, that's not so good because that would mess up your eyeglass prescription and everything. I, I know. I know. I don't want to do that. Well, thank you. I... You know, just the generous, humble guy that I am. I will let you go. <laughs> You're not supposed to laugh. Oh, man. I'm talking about yes, this. You are. You are, Danny. Thank you. Generous and humble. Kurt is, has the first question for me oh, and for okay. everyone else out there. We are hoping you've got your Bible thinking caps on and you are ready to go. Well, here's my first one then. Um, when Gideon was told by God that I'm going to use you to conquer the Midianites and get the Midianites out of the land, of course, Gideon was very unsure of himself about all of that. Uh, and so he asked God for a sign that uh, would reassure him that, you know, you really are going to be with me. What was the, the famous sign that he asked God to do? Do you want it in order? Because I don't, I don't know the order. It doesn't have to be in okay. order. But he asked, actually, it was one sign asked twice. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, I think the first one was, okay, don't be mad, Lord. I'm going to set a fleece out. And if you just let the dew fall on the fleece, but not the ground, then I'll know that, that you're with me. Is, is that, do I have the order right? Because the second one is the ground and not the fleece. Right. He he transposes it. And God responds to him each time. How gracious. Mercis, mercifully and graciously, yeah. Uh, Judges 6, verses 36 through 40. He twice asked God to uh, perform a miracle involving this fleece. Let it get wet with dew, but the ground around it be dry. And then when that was done, he says, oh, Lord, please do not be angry let me ask a second time. This time, let the Lord, the fleece be dry and all the ground wet. And God performed that for him. Oh, and so Gideon was able to go forth in confidence. The Lord can wait another day. He's, yeah. One day is a thousand he, he's years. He's got it all done. And doesn't it say that when he wrung out the fleece on the first morning that it filled a bowl with, yeah, with water? It was, a, it was an soaking of water. Yeah, yeah, it was just soaked. Yeah, it was The ground just, was dry. It wasn't damp from the... A little bit of dew, it was as if it had been rained on. Man. 
And the ground was dry. That is and the ground cool. was perfectly dry. Yeah. Okay. Question number one for you. Who was the man that tried to kill Jesus when he was just a baby? That would have been King Herod. That's right. Sending his troops out to kill every child under two years old, every male child in Bethlehem that was under two years old. That's exactly yeah. right. That's in Matthew 2.16. It says that after Herod, realizing he had been deceived by the wise men, um, put this edict out. What a terrible, terrible thing. Mm. But prophecy was fulfilled. Yes. The yep. weeping and the lamenting of yep. mothers. and Rachel weeping for her children. Man. Yep. All right. Very good, Herod. Okay. Number two from me. So far, you're batting 100% here. Yes. Andy. Batting a thousand. Um, from Acts 8, we have the record of the Holy Spirit telling Philip to, to go up to a chariot in which a man was reading scripture. Um, what country was that man from? He is known as, the Acts 8, he's known as the Ethiopian eunuch. Yes. So I'm going to guess <laughs> <laughs> that there's no other Bible verse that says he was actually from somewhere else. It's Ethiopia. Yeah, it, it specifically states in Acts 8, 27, he was a man of Ethiopia. He's in charge of the treasury. And for a, in charge, a man of great authority, uh, Luke says, he was the treasurer for Candace the Queen. Uh, wow. So... Yep, Great power. An Ethiopian eunuch. And here he was reading scripture, and Philip took that opportunity to introduce him to Jesus Christ. And what's the verse? Acts 8 and what? 827 is when he says it's a man of Ethiopia. Awesome. A man of, of great authority. Yeah, I did great. My eyes never crossed. I'm so happy. <laughs> it's good to be able to see straight, isn't it? It really is. Yeah, it's helpful, especially when you're driving. Um, question, question number two for you and everyone else out there after Ruth's marriage to Malon, after that marriage ended, who did she marry and bear children with? Uh, she eventually married Boaz. Boaz. That is correct. Yep. He, he, uh, married her and fulfilled the, the brother's responsibility to her, keep the inheritance alive. And from them actually sprang the line of David, the king. That's right. We have a Ruth part one and part two that we did about a year ago. So that, I really enjoyed that. Mm. Um, that. That was good. So Ruth chapter four and verse 10, Boaz. And I have a bonus question because uh, sometimes I like to do that for everybody. What kind of man was Boaz before he got married? Um, I can't remember the specific biblical uh, compliment to him, but he was a godly man. We see him being a fair man and the way he interacted with his laborers, uh, a humble man, a responsible man. <laughs> uh, he was just an all-around great guy. That was a good A, a godly individual. I'm embarrassed to give you my answer now. <laughs> you took that very seriously. So well, then don't answer it, Danny. No, I have to. Oh, okay. What kind of man was Boaz before he married? Oh. The answer is ruthless. Yes. Um <laughs> <clears throat> You can delete that, folks, Zing. if you really want to. I should have known. <laughs> Your answer was fantastic, though. Well done. Okay, so um, back to thank you. Um, quoting First Thessalonians chapter 1 and verse 2, and, and this is for all of you who are with us today. We give thanks to God always for you all, making mention of you in our prayers. That's exactly what we do. For you all without ceasing, all the time, and not knowing who most of you are going to be, uh, what you look like, where you work, or, or you know anything about you. We, we know nothing, 
but we know you're out there and, and that is uh it's very intriguing it's very interesting and, and it's a it's a great motivator for me to just keep pressing on one, one thing we do want to do but before we finish up today is is we have Kurt and I were talking about all of this and saying thank you to you and then mentioning to each other over and over again we don't really know who we're talking to um we have questions for you and so we we would love for you to answer these questions for us because we really want to know we are super curious and, and let me let me share one other thing about that Spotify, as, as we look at that, Anchor is how we get the, the podcast out. And I think Anchor was purchased by Spotify. So Spotify, Spotify gives us some analytics. Um, and so we get to see a little bit about who's listening and where and, and what device they use, whether it's on a computer or a phone. But again, nothing personal. It's just general information. So we would know our audience a little better. And so we uh, have a good number that are listening to us in Ontario, Canada. Very interesting to Kurt and I. Uh, there's a strong number, it looks like, in Houston, Texas, uh, and in Ashburn, Virginia. And, and we're just thrilled to know that because, you know, I'm like, who do you know in Ashburn, Virginia? And Kurt's like, I... Never even been there. And so I don't know either. But again, it, without the monetization of it, without pushing it or throwing it in front of people, that God can find a way to reach. And, and someone's found it to be interesting to them. And, and that, you know, I think that's a, an individual basis. So, so... Based on that information we have, we each want to offer a question to you, and and I'll let you know how you can answer those questions here in just a moment. But my question for everyone out there is, where are you when you hear these shows? Because in my mind, um, I always picture the listener, no matter who, man, woman, or whatever, they are in their car. And that's just like where my mind goes, that all of you are listening and you are in your car driving somewhere. Um I realize that's not going to be entirely true, but sometimes it is. That's pretty cool. But what, what it's done for me is when I give an example, I always say, if you're in your car and you look around, and so I, I realize that I'm, I'm assuming an awful lot. My question for everyone out there is where are you typically when you hear these shows? And what was your question, Kurt? Uh, I was curious about since we do not promote the show in any way that we don't have any ads anywhere or anything like that. I'm curious how people first found us. Uh, how did you come across the Common Sense Gospel? Did someone recommend it to you? Did you happen to type in looking for Bible information and the internet directed you to us? How did you first learn of the podcast and, and begin listening to shows? Yeah. And we are super interested. It's not because you, you always get that thing like, how'd you hear about us? Even, even doctor's offices do that. Yeah. Was it Google or did a friend recommend you? Yeah. That's not what we're they're doing. Just, all they're doing is looking at at the sources that they're reaching people through. Right. How can we advertise? Yeah. Right. Is this is this avenue that we're paying for uh, working? No, not so much, but we're showing this one is we just are curious. Yeah. We want to know. We just want to know how did you first learn about us? Because... We don't have a revenue stream. We don't have ads. As we've pointed out several times, we don't promote the show uh, in any particular way. So it's mainly word of mouth or if someone is introduced to the common sense gospel or they just happen to come across us somehow. I just wonder about that. How, how did someone find the common sense gospel? Yeah. And so we're super curious. We, we'd like to know you a little better and, and we want you to know us to, to the extent that you possibly can. 
Uh, and as I said, we set up a way where you can answer those questions without sending an email. You can. It's commonsensegospel at yahoo.com. Commonsensegospel, all one word, at yahoo.com. Um, but another way that you can do it now is that uh, the platform we use allows us to put in, drop a question in, and connect it to that episode. So, and I don't know about all the different listening platforms. I'm sure all of them have an option to get to that question. But on Spotify, just in a, as an example, if you click on the options tab, when you pull up that podcast that you're listening to, click on the options tab, it will give you an option to, uh, it says go to episode. And so if you click on that, uh, there you will find our question for you. Um, and Kurt and I will have our two questions there on this podcast. We'd love to hear back from you. Please give us your answer so that we can know more about you. The title of this podcast is Thank You, and we will finish just that way. Thank you for what you're doing in your life, in your service to God, uh, the level of interest that you have in spiritual things, uh, mindful that God has placed eternity in all of our hearts. And this is not a waste of time. Uh, we are well served to consider God, His will, His word, His love, His grace, and His mercy toward each and every one of us. Thank you so much for all that you are. Continue to do your very best to serve him faithfully, to honor him with your life, and he will be glorified.